my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic day today. And something that I wanted to touch base with first off here, yesterday and last couple days, I've talked in detail about what happened with the flooding in Germany and how horrific it's been over there and how all of a sudden out of nowhere for like two days straight, they had this massive, massive rain surge. And of course, whenever I talk, for some odd reason, whenever I talk about weather modification, I always get emails from people. And everybody wants to argue about this concept, like this is some difficult idea, some difficult concept to grasp that weather warfare and weather modification is not blatantly out there. I talked to you guys about Operation Popeye and numerous other stuff, so did Dad. Well, just to clarify and show you that this is a very active thing they do on a regular basis, the Daily Mail, the Daily Mail just put an article out yesterday, Dubai makes its own rain to tackle 122-degree heat. Drones blast clouds with electrical charges to produce downpours. The rain is formed using drone technology that gives clouds an electric shock to cajole them into clumping together and producing precipitation. Videos show it's working with monsoon-like downpours across the country at a whim in an arid country. And it goes on further to say that this basically, this technique is known as cloud seeding operations and is part of an ongoing $15 million mission to generate rain in the country, which ranks among the world's top 10 driest countries. And it goes in and starts talking about all the technology and how they do it and what they use and what they put in the air and what they do as far as with the shock. This is very, very real. So I just want to kind of address that. So lest everybody thinks that I'm out on a limb talking about weather modification, weather warfare. This is very active, ongoing, useful technology for some countries. I get it. Like some, this is kind of cool. You're in Dubai, super arid and dry. It's hot. Make it rain. However, best believe it can be used in a negative direction as well. So understand that and research what's happening before you start making comments about that doesn't exist. Because I think pretty much from what we saw last year, everybody should have the understanding that some of these individuals in power, some of these individuals in the banking sector that are running the strings on this, they are willing to go to no end in order to push their agenda and maintain their control and dominance. Perfect example, you have the Soros Economic Development Fund, along with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, are now buying UK-based COVID testing company Mologic for a for excuse me for a forty-one million dollar cash deal. The Gates Soros collaboration is part of a new initiative, Global Access Health, which will be purchasing the company. And the buyout's done, of course, it's for everybody's safety. It's done to increase access to affordable, state-of-the-art medical technology via a rapid lateral flow test and they're buying this now obviously there's a specific reason why they're buying up this company whether or not it's because they want to be able to control the test so they can dominate and manipulate more stuff over in the uk and what's being done with this or it may be that they're trying to acquire the company to make sure 
everything's crossed and dotted as far as the cover-up and showing everybody that the PCR test has been a complete and total scam, especially when you run it much past 15 cycles. Whatever the reason may be, they're buying this up, and this is not abnormal behavior for these two globalist groups. They love to do this on a regular basis because they have to continue to maintain the narrative. You guys probably saw yesterday with old Mitch McConnell, this clown, they dust him off and put him up at the podium, and he blatantly goes, dude, everybody needs to get this shot now, or basically we're going to have the same situation we went to last year, and we're basically going to lock down. So you either get the shot or you're getting locked down again is, is what he said essentially. And this is where it's headed again. That's why you see numerous states now that are locking back down, that are mandating masks. Chicago now has just put out an advisory for five states that you're not allowed to go to if you're from Chicago, one of those being Florida, which good riddance. I don't really want a whole lot of people down here from Chicago. I'm not hating on anybody up there. I'm just saying the viewpoints, the ethics, and the morals from a lot of different states do not mesh with other states. Just a fact. So what we're seeing here now is, again, they're trying to bring the narrative back from last year and push it. The problem with it is a lot of people saw the truth of last year, and they played their hands so aggressively that I think the vast majority of Americans that are awake, you know, the 50% that have not been injected with an RNA gene editing shot, I think are to the point now where – we're not buying the lie anymore, and we're pretty much going to say absolutely not. We are not going to consent and comply this time around. That's what I at least like to hope and think from what I've seen, Dad. What do you think? The general population, Austin, is so dumbed down. It's, it's almost mind-boggling to me that people can't see the narrative. I mean, it really is. I mean, and I, and I sit back, and I just – this morning, and I hate to admit this about myself, but I did. I just uh, I was reading the news, and I was reading the stuff with McConnell and how he covered up the Epstein Epstein investigation and did put a bunch of roadblocks in. And I, I'm I'm reading all of this stuff, and I'm linking it all back to these guys. And McConnell's a hardcore Zionist, and and I'm looking back at it. I, I just let out I let out an audible groan. That's when oh god. And Sharon goes, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And I'm like, "I can't take it anymore." People have become so dumbed down. They don't want to hear the truth. They're, they're, they're ears. The Bible says in the latter days that the solving deceiving, they will follow deceiving spirits. Their itching ears want to hear. And, and that's where we are now. And it's the fluoride. It's the tricyclic antidepressants. It's the Prozac. It's the serotonin uptake inhibitors. It's, it's the glyphosate that is causing cancer everywhere. I mean I know I have so many friends who don't eat organic that I've known that I've talked to for so many years and they're in their forties and fifties and they're dying of cancer. This, this problem with roundup being sprayed on our food supply, I have really got to the point now where I believe it's part of the eugenics protocol. I really believe that. I mean, it's that toxic and, and people don't realize when you eat bread and, and you put bread in your system and it's loaded with glyphosate. You're poisoning your own body, and you're stopping mineral uptake like it does in plants, and you're eventually going to cause a mineral depletion in your body, which is going to end up causing all types of immune disorders, including cancer. And so I, I don't know. It's so frustrating to me. And, and, you know, and, then, you know, and then Dave Dabelmeyer, my good friend, wrote an excellent, excellent article this morning. I posted it on the uh, website, 
I'm going to read it. I'm going to give you a quote from him. I'm going to quote him on this. Faith and fear are like fire and water. They cannot occupy the same space. Faith and fear are mutually exclusive. Faith and fear cannot abide in the same heart. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways, Coach Dave. And he's right. And I get so frustrated that I hear these people say, well, I will do this and I will do that. Then they turn right around and do the opposite. I got a letter this morning in from Tracy, and it was something that really lifted me up. And I really, really appreciate you sending this to me, Tracy. Let me read you part of it. Dear Dr. Brower, I found your podcast from listening to the Hagen Report, and I've become an active listener of you and your son. Your podcast has been such a comfort to me over the past several weeks. For the first time, I found someone who was saying the same things that I've been saying since February 2020 when the COVID narrow propaganda hit. I kept telling my friends and family, ask questions, because this is making no sense at all. Please, everyone, do some critical thinking and turn off CNN and Fox News. They're all lying to you, so think for yourself. You were right about listening to your gut. As a student of the Bible prophecies, as a student of Bible prophecy since the age of 16, I knew in my gut from the beginning that this was a fake narrative, with the ultimate goal in mind of mind or shepherding of the shepherding in the new world order. What depresses and hurts me most of all is that Bible-believing Christians actually allowed the shutdown of the church and Easter. When this happened, I asked, where's the outrage? Why aren't we out on the streets protesting this? I kept asking people to consider what would happen if just 50% of the population said no. I've lost faith in the American people, as I've always believed that we were strong people, unafraid to give up our rights, willing to die to protect our freedoms. Well, not anymore. I thank you and Austin for your podcast. After encouraging or forcing my husband to listen to your interview with Dr. Tenpenny, along with several other vaccine interviews from like-minded people, he's now questioning the wisdom of getting the vaccine and is asking questions and feeling very uneasy about it. We've had several family members have gotten it and are now pushing everyone else to do so. We are both 65 years young. They're my age. And I absolutely have refused from the beginning to even consider the vaccine. My first question to people is, what's in it? And that usually makes them go quiet. Also, another rebuttal. If Gates and Fauci are for it, it can't be good. Again, I thank you and Austin for your podcast, and I will continue to listen to you and your family and let's lift you up in prayers. Guys, listen to me for a second. By the way, thank you, Tracy. You know, we are doing everything we possibly can to make a difference and tell you guys the truth. I, I don't know how to be any more direct or blunt than I am on this show. I don't know how to without being unbelievably offensive and screaming and yelling all the time, and I refuse to do that. I won't live like that. But you got to do me a favor, please. I'm asking you now. I prayed for you this morning. We've got to be reciprocal here. I did. I did. I really lifted all of you up in prayer. You've got to forward this show to your entire email list, to your entire, your entire Instagram page, to your entire Telegram list. You've got, to re- you've got to forward the show to everybody. I'm asking you as a favor. We have got to get this message out. You know, we have to. It, it, who else is telling you all of this stuff that we're telling you on this show? There are a few listeners or a few, a few, a few podcasts that are still doing it, but the vast majority of them have been silenced. Why? Because they don't have any source of revenue. Because the advertisers that they had on their podcast have stopped, stepped away because they've been told not to be able to not to advertise with these folks anymore. They control them through the finances. 
And so we have got to find a way to get the word out. Every single person on your uh, sign up for the health masters email. It's free. We just give you the show. We tell you the shows we have every day. We tell you what the product of the week is. We don't sell your name. We don't sell the list. We have never done that. And just sign up for that. And we will send you a hyperlink every single day to the current talk show from that day. And you can send the landing page and the hyperlink out at the same time. It's all in the same, it's all in the same IP thing that we, 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 we send to you. And so please do that. Every single person on your email list, every single person on your Facebook list, every single person needs to get the link every single day. And if we do that and they do the same thing, we can, we can take this thing back. We can change this world. I believe that God, when he's for us, who can be against us? But we've got to be willing to talk and get things out there. I, I talked to several of my friends this morning you know, via text, and I said, where have the men gone? Where have the real men gone? And forgive my use of this term, testicular fortitude, but where's that gone? God, I remember when I was a kid. You know, we had real men walking around. I mean, pretty macho dudes. And we still have some left. We do. But last night I was watching that movie, The Italian Job, with that Charlize Theron. And I started, I pulled her up online, and also I find out she's raising a transgender boy who's now pretending to be a girl wearing a dress. You can clearly see his appendage when, she, when he wears his leotards. So she's got a little boy who she's raising as a girl. Well, then I find out there are a lot of people online that say that she's a transgender. And I just, I dropped my head and I just shook my head. I looked at Sharon and I said, oh my gosh, Really? I said, you know, she's really pretty as a girl. Oh, my gosh, this is a nightmare. See, when you do that to an alpha male, if she really is a guy, all right, and you really think she's hot, that messes with you. I mean, what the heck? This isn't okay. These people are so expletive, expletive, expletive sick that they're trying to force this transgender mess on all of us. And it's sickening to me. Where have all the real men gone? Unbelievable. You know, it's, it's just so frustrating to me. And now we see 18,928 dead in Europe. Over 5,000 dead in Scotland now from the Freedom of Information Act. I mean, just Scotland's got 5,000 dead. It's a small country. I mean, it's a vaccine holocaust. And yet people still want to pretend like it never happened, that it's not happening. It's not going to happen. Nothing to see here. Move on, move on, move on. And it's, and it's simply not true. We have to realize what's happening everywhere. Look at what the Fed is doing right now. This is so important. They have printed so much money, so much money right now that it's massively increased the risks of inflation and inflation in the United States. I mean, think about it. The last moment in time to be greedy or aggressive or to be overly optimistic about the future is past. The future is being driven by the policymakers, which are the Federal Reserve banks. The entire policy is being completely run and taken over by the Zionists who run Washington, D.C., who are destroying the United States. The Federal Reserve is dominating and completely dominating the entire financial market now, and they started doing that in 1933 with the Exchange Stability Fund when the Federal Reserve Bank took over the Fed, took, took over the, took over the, uh, the Treasury. The Fed has printed $6.5 billion a day 
repeat this, the Fed has printed $6.5 billion a day for the past 688 days. They have printed more money in the last 688 days than they have in their entire first century of existence. Are you listening to me? They are destroying the United States of America. They are extracting the last little bit of wealth out of the United States of America. Klaus Schwab says you would owe nothing by 2013, 2030, and you will love it. You will like it. No, we won't. The heck with this weirdo. Guys, we've got to stand against all of this, guys. And gosh, guys, now they're using the vaccine holocaust to basically destroy the population of the planet. They've already tried to turn everybody into a stinking transgender. Oh, if you don't like transgenders, you, you're, you're a bigot. No, I'm not a bigot. I still like guys walking around in dresses pretending like they're women associated with my family and children. What's wrong with you for thinking it's okay? These sickos. And yet we're supposed to say, and remember, and I talked about this yesterday with Paul Craig Roberts, when he said, that when the homosexuality got its own specific set of rights, then the transgender is getting your sex of rights. He said next one's going to be pedophilia and bestiality. He's right because this is all part of the Kabbalah, Luciferian, Zohar worship system they have. There's a reason that Israel is the number one homosexual destination in the world because it is promoted through their Zohar. And through the Kabbalists and the Tushubad who run Israel via the Costa Nostra, via the Rothschild banking empire. There's a reason there's 40 to 60 dual Israeli citizens in our Congress. They control both houses of Congress, the Senate and the House. They control everything in the United States. And they're pushing the transgender stuff on all of us. Gosh, Christians, wake up. It's not okay. You can't continue to promote Israel regardless of what they believe and regardless of what they stand for. We can't do that. We don't follow Israel. We follow Jesus Christ. Christianity is not a continuation of Judaism. It is a rejection of Judaism. We've got to understand that. And I know there are a lot of Jews out there that don't believe in the Kabbalah. I know there are a lot of Jews out there that aren't involved with the New World Order. But I'm talking specifically now about the synagogue of Satan, which resides primarily in Israel, where they claim to be Jews. They are not. They are the synagogue of Satan, according to what the Word of God says in the book of Revelation, who run all of the Federal Reserve Banks all over the world and who push the hermaphroditic agenda to all of us, whether we want to do it or not. My gosh, think about it. If Charlie Theron really is a guy, how sick is that? And see all of these people in Hollywood. How do we know they haven't had their genitalia cut off? How do we know they're not on hormone therapy? How do we know these women who are guys haven't had breast implants? How do we know any of this? We don't. And that's the problem. The good news is that weirdo who's starring in that new, quote, Disney release of the Black Widow the movie is completely bombed. That girl came out and was promoting Biden and protested against Trump and did all these other crazy things. I can't stand her. I personally think she's a tranny. Yeah, I do. I'm not going to mention her name. You guys know who it is. And I'm just ha I had enough of all of this. I've had enough. We've got to say no to the gosh awful, nauseating Hollywood. I got to give Mel Gibson credit again. He's out coming out with a new movie for called Rothschild. It's completely unrelated to the Rothschild family. I love this Mel Gibson guy. I really do. 
Passion of the Christ. Who had the stones to put that out in Hollywood? They told him, we will destroy you if you put this movie out. And he put it out. They pretty much wiped him out in the press that they control. I told you, I met with that girl, met her by accident in that that um, that, 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 that place where you get food in that lounge in the Westin in Frankfurt, Germany. And she was one of the top how should I say, distributors of films in Europe and work with one of the top distribution houses. And I asked her, did you tell Mel Gibson you were going to destroy him if he released The Passion of the Christ? And she goes, yep, we told him that, and we did. Yeah. That's how much they hate Jesus. The atavistic hatred they've had for Christ. But because of that Schofield reference Bible permeating into our Christian universities and seminaries 100 years ago, we want to believe no matter how much Israel promotes homosexuality, no much how matter how much Israel promotes communism, no matter how many people they shoot in the in Gaza and in Palestine for sport, no matter what they do, no matter the fact that they are the ones that hired Jeffrey Epstein through Mossad to spy on us and to blackmail our politicians, we ignore all of it because they they have told you through their teachings that you'll be cursed if you say a word, and Christians have followed lockstep. In, in the mass to support them for absolutely no reason other than to try to force the tribulation to begin, the third temple to be built, and the Antichrist to come into the world because they're so, con they're, so, they're so focused on getting raptured that they don't even think about the fact that they're not being raptured right now, that they're in the middle of this mess with us, not allowed to go to church because on Easter and Christmas, and Donald Trump did that because – they're waiting to be raptured. They can sit up in the heavenly grandstands and watch the earth go to hell in a handbasket and watch the Antichrist kill almost everybody on the planet. Well, they applaud and go, look at what's going on. Look at me. Look at me. I'm in heaven now. Guys, that's not what Christianity is. It says that we're to walk in love and love one another, not, not, not support people that do this weird stuff. Gosh, wake up, Christians. And I know I'm on a rant this morning. But man, it, it, just, it, just, it just hit me this morning <laughs> that this time is getting short. And when I read the thing by Dabermeyer, I thought, this is amazing what he wrote today on this. And we've got to stand up as men. <sighs> I know I'm yelling and screaming. Austin, take over, but i got to calm down. This <laughs> no, is spot on with it. And one of the main aspects that you're talking about now is it, it is it's, it's the perversion of the younger generation. There's the article that came out now discussing how now in the Olympics, the International Olympic Committee has now given the clear, the, the green light, the thumbs up for the transgender biological male to compete on behalf of New Zealand in the women's weightlifting super heavyweight category. 43-year-old Laurel Hubbard inclusion, they said the committee ruled, does not violate the current rules on the books. This is a, this is a grown man full-size grown male who now claims he's a female because he pretty much had a a failed career as a male so now he wants to be a tranny weightlifter this concept that's being put out there this ideology is not only perversion of law and biological law and natural law but it's a slap in the face to reality because once you take the concept to where it doesn't matter what biological or natural law dictates. It doesn't matter what the truth is. If I feel it, that's what I want to do. And that's why they've taken it this way.
That's why they're promoting this. That's why they're trying to get their agenda. It was not they're not trying to get it in the school systems. They've already had it in the school systems now. That's why, you know, liberal California, they've mandated starting, you know, K beginning K all the way through twelfth grade. They start teaching them about transgender studies. Why in the world do you need to be teaching five and six year olds about transgender studies and relations? There is absolutely zero legitimate reason to be exposing young children to that ideology. They're learning their alphabet. They're learning basic arithmetic, basic arithmetic. They're learning how to basically put things together. They don't need to have this perverted confusion thrusted upon them. But it's like dad said so many times, and we've seen it now. All the way what happened in Germany, what happened in the Soviet Union, what's happened in China. If you can get the younger generation from the very beginning and you can indoctrinate them, brainwash them, confuse them, you control them. The rest of their life now, they're going to believe a lie. And what's happened is – and Dad and I were talking about this yesterday while we were eating lunch. Once the legend or the myth or the lie becomes so big – the human psyche can't understand or adapt or cope if the truth comes out that everything's been a lie. Psychological impact's too great. The body can't handle it. It'll say, no, 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 no. It's like, no, here's, here's the facts. Here's the truth. What you've been told was a lie. You go, no, 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 no. I can't deal with that. I, I can't. I cannot grasp that. I cannot believe that everything is a lie that I've been told. Well, here's the facts. Here's the documents. Here's the research. No, 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 no. That's not true. That's what a lot of people do now. We've seen it very clearly last year with this Covidian cult we have now. They're refusing to admit anything. They're refusing to acknowledge anything. They're literally sitting there with their eyes closed and their fingers in their ears going, no, 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 no. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. COVID's super bad. COVID's killing everybody. You need to get your RNA experimental injection. We need to lock down. Wear a mask. Why? Why are they acting like that? Because they've been brainwashed, and that's exactly what they're doing with this transgender ideology. I told you guys the other day when Dad was bringing up the concepts of they're wanting to basically legalize bestiality now. I said pedophilia is going to come in right behind that or actually already has in most cases. They're just trying to get the populace okay with it by slowly, slowly, slowly desensitizing people to it. Like the film that that piece of crap company Netflix came out with, with the, I forgot the name, of, those, those, those girls, they're 10 and 12-year-old girls, and they're twerking throughout the whole film. A complete sexual exploitation of a minor. It's a lot of countries banned the film. Everybody goes, oh, it's, it's art. It's, it's not art. It's pedophilia and it's perversion. It's absolutely sick, but they're getting people normalized to it. That's what they're starting to do, just like I quoted with Enoch the other day, where the, they shinned against the birds and the beast and the reptiles and the fish. That's, use your own imagination what Enoch was talking about with that. The level of depravity knows no limits if there are no laws. No moral laws, no biological laws, no natural laws. You just, it's a free-for-all. I told her about it before. I said, we can pretend. You know, these people can run around, and they can pretend. They can live in their fantasy world. I'm a girl. I'm going to run around in a dress. Like the Richard Levine, Secretary of Health now or whatever, that disgusting individual, grown man, 
running around saying, I'm, my, my name's, you know, Rachel Levine now. I'm a woman. No, you're not. Now, you can Blech. pretend it. You can pretend it. And you can live in a fantasy world. And that's okay. If you want to live in a fantasy world, that is your right. But do not expect anyone else to accept or embrace your fantasy world because it is simply that. It is a fantasy that does not exist. You are living in your own world. You cannot force other people to disregard biological and natural law. It's the same analogy I told you guys a couple weeks ago. Like we come up and all of a sudden we go, you know what? Gravity's racist. It's inherently biased towards black individuals. I don't like races. I, I I don't like I don't like gravity. I am boycotting gravity. So as a show of boycotting gravity, we're all going to get on top of the roof of this building. And we're going to jump off 10 stories to show we don't believe in gravity anymore because gravity is racist. It does not exist. We're boycotting gravity. Everybody's going to have a very negative experience when they explode on the pavement. Everybody's going to go, why'd they do that? That was really stupid. The same concept is happening right now, guys. And so many people are accepting it because of tolerance. You've got to be tolerant of that. No, you don't. You have to be tolerant of all. Somebody wants to do that behavior in the privacy of their own home, that's their, that's their choice. That's their, that is their right. But you do not have to accept it out of the general public, and you definitely do not have to change or admit or try to embrace that ideology and say that it's okay because it is not. Remember, continue to keep raising little Americans. Raising our boys, raising our girls, raising our children right now is one of the most effective things we can do as a society and making sure that they grow up being little Americans and not like some of these complete and total just clowns that are running around there right now. I mean, you see out in California, remember they came out in LA, LA's turning into a complete and total cesspit. They came out and they said, listen, we're not going to prosecute Petty theft, anything under $950, petty theft off to Proposition 47, we're not going to – we're basically not going to prosecute it in L.A. Because they said we have too many other things to do. Well, it's the same thing that goes along with the BLM and the Antifa ideology. You know, just do what you want. There's photos now. There's videos posted up. This guy just walking out of TJ Maxx. Walking out of TJ Maxx. Armfuls of stuff. No mask on either. Not even trying to hide. Walking out, arms full of stuff. Walking out of the store with people recording. One guy says something to him. He says, Sir, you got to pay for that. He just ignores him. Walks out the store. Probably at least five, six, seven hundred dollars worth of merchandise. Not going to prosecute him. This is what happens when there are no laws. When there are no guidelines to abide by. It's complete and total lawlessness. That is why you have to maintain the laws, biological laws, natural laws, God's laws. There has to be some level of basis that people basically run their life off of. It goes to this way, and that's exactly why they're promoting this transgender ideology. It's to get rid of the fundamental principles and laws and wipe them out. What do you think, then? Well, I got my blood pressure back down, so you guys, you know, I'm just, Good. I'm just, jeez, yeah. <laughs> I don't usually lose it like that on a show, but listen to me, this is a spiritual battle, why do you think I talk about Jesus all the time, hmm, let me ask you that question, why do I constantly talk about the great I am, 
the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith, the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end. Guys, if you don't have faith in Christ, and I had somebody contact Sharon and said they've been baptized now as a Christian because of our show. You know, if you don't have faith in Jesus, you got no hope. Just put it put that way. You, who do you have hope in? Donald Trump, the great adulterer, the great liar, the great person who told our people to go forward on January the 6th, and now they're going to prison for being basically at the Capitol, how should I say, <laughs> uprising that Donald Trump called all of us to go up to, that Austin and I almost went to, but the Holy Spirit stopped me in Austin. You have faith in Donald, whose daughter is a full-blown Kabbalist, who believes in the hermaphroditic agenda for her god, the snake. Why isn't he telling her that she shouldn't be a Kabbalist, that she should be a Christian? Why isn't he talking about his born-again experience with Jesus Christ? Why isn't he talking about how he accepted Christ? Why isn't he doing that? If you want to believe he's a Christian, I've never heard it. I have heard he mentioned the name of Jesus once and something he was doing for Christmas, but that was about it. You know, if you ask me how I accepted Christ, I can tell you the exact story of how I accepted Jesus Christ. It was in graduate school at Florida State University. And a girl that I was dating asked me to go to church with her. And I heard a pastor by the name of Desmond. And he started talking about Christianity and being born again and being baptized and all of the things about Jesus. And it pricked my heart. And I realized that that was something that I needed to do. I needed to get right with God. It was in 1979, the spring of 1979. And after the service that day, I went forward to Pastor Desmond and I said, I need to be baptized. I need to accept Christ formally. I need to do this right. And the girl was kind of blown away by it. She didn't expect me to do all that because I was working on my fourth college degree at that point. And I was doing everything I possibly could to basically be a good FSU student and do the things that I knew to do. And suddenly I became a Christian on top of everything else. And I have never fallen away from that. I could tell you the exact, I could tell you the exact story because it was so emotional to me. You know, when we have a relationship and we finally accept Jesus and there's a point that we go, okay, God, it's all up to you. I basically give it to you. I surrender all. And you walk up to the altar or you walk up to the pastor or you pray the sinners pray with me on this show. And you go, wow, my life has changed now. I'll never, never, never be the same. That's when you have a true born again experience, when you know that everything that you did in your past is now behind you and that you've been born again. See, that's what we have to understand is Christianity. And, and, when, and when you get like that, you have to stand with what the word of God says. It's so clear as what it says. And we can't allow ourselves to be caught up in the teachings of weirdos from the pulpit that all they care about is name it, blam it, blab it, grab it, Christianity, and there's no repentance. My heart was cut metaphorically, and I realized that I couldn't continue to live the way that I've been living in school, in college, at Florida State, that I had to do the things that God wanted me to do for the rest of my life, and I've done that. And I've, Now, am I perfect? Absolutely not. I have no halo to adjust. I don't. You know, the Bible says that we're, we, we basically are, you know, we basically do this. And Paul said, why do I do the things that I know that I'm not supposed to do? And the things that I know that I'm supposed to do, those are things that I don't do. See, and he says, the only person who can deliver me to do this is Christ Jesus. And that's what we have to understand. The only hope we have is Jesus. And they've come in now with the Frankfurt School. That's why I talk about that so much. This group of Kabbalists that ran the Frankfurt School that started in Moscow 
They went to Goethe University in Germany and then fled Germany in 1933 when Hitler took power, ran to Switzerland. So they wouldn't basically be locked up and arrested for being communists is what they are. And then they left there and went to Columbia University and told everybody at the university system the only way to overthrow the republic and to bring communism into the United States was to basically destroy the very fabric of our society with cultural Marxism. That's why I nailed that so hard at the school board meeting. God, you heard me do it on a doggone school board meeting in front of all those doggone people on the school board talking about cultural Marxism. I mean, you, I mean, it's not like I just talked. I mean, I went there and just and laid myself out over there and let them know that I was going to put up with this stuff. And then critical race theory. It's all about destroying the nuclear family. It's all about making men girls, girly men. It's all about making women macho girls and macho men. It's all about inverting society like Sabatain Zivi taught this cult to do 400 years ago so he could come in and destroy the fabric of the world to bring in their serpent god. It all goes back to this, guys. These guys run the planet. The ancient Canaanite religions run the planet of Baal, of Moloch, of Asherah. That's why they've been pushing abortion since 1973, and we've murdered 60 million children on the altars of Baal in the United States, and we've sacrificed them to Lucifer, directly or indirectly or however it was done. They consider this like a holy thing they do when they commit abortions, these satanic people that do this. This is some sick stuff, but yet we want to pretend like it's not happening. We do. You know, it's like I've got a good friend of mine, and he's got a church. And every time I go to church there, the whole congregation's sick. I mean, it's literally the entire church service in some cases is spent praying for people that have got cancer and heart disease and diabetes. But yet I came in and tried to do a health seminar with them, and only a handful of people showed up. They weren't interested. They weren't interested in finding out how not to get sick how not to have heart disease, how not to have diabetes. There are so many people out there now with prostate cancer. It's, it's mind-boggling to me. There's so many people out there with liver cancer and kidney cancer and heart. So many of my friends from high school are dead. They're dead. You know, we probably have 25 to 30% of my high school classes dead. They're not coming back to another class reunion because they never took care of themselves and they never bothered to realize how dangerous vaccines were. Now, why did they not realize that? I don't know. Maybe they never heard anybody preachers from the pulpit. Whoops, did I say that? Did I actually say that the preachers should have been telling them the truth? Yeah, I did say that, and I mean that. And until we get the pulpit, the black robe clergy of the pulpit, to start doing what they're supposed to do and to talk about the stuff that we talk about on this show, we're not going to be delivered from this mess. I'm letting you guys know that. We can do the best we can by getting our show out there and getting people to hear it. But we've got to get the grassroots movement going. And this is why Lyndon Johnson, that pervert, he used to lay his, his, his sexual appendages out on the table. I'm not joking. This guy was a sicko, man. This guy was a pervert. He was the one who got that Johnson Amendment into the doggone Senate, who basically said that the churches can't talk about political issues. Why? Because he was such a pervert. He didn't want the churches talking about him. And plus, he was completely controlled. So Lyndon Johnson was. That's why they put him in the power, took Kennedy out. Lyndon Johnson was a complete and total weirdo pervert. And, you know, the sad part about it is he pushed that Johnson Amendment into into the churches, which prevented the churches from talking political stuff. Well, guys, the coronavirus isn't political. Why isn't the church talking about that? Hmm? Why are they not talking about that? Why are they not talking about the problems associated with heart disease, diabetes, and cancer and the way they eat? Well, here's why. Because the church pastor's too scared 
or he's a hireling. I'm going to say that too. In many cases, the board has brought him in and has muzzled the pastor in the pulpit saying, you can't talk about these issues. It will decrease church attendance, and therefore it will decrease revenue, and will therefore decrease the ability to pay the bills and pay off this big facility we built. Okay, Or basically the person has got his TV show going, and he's bringing all of this money, and he can't talk about anything that criticizes Israel or the Schofield Bible or the hermaphroditic agenda. See, here's the problem. When you start talking about the hermaphroditic agenda and how it's not being, how should I say, talked about in the churches, why, do they, why, do, why can't they talk about it? Because it's promoted in the Zohar. Hmm? It goes back to Kabbalah. Well, why can't they discuss what's going on in the Zohar? Why can't they talk about what's going on with Kabbalah? Well, it's part of the Talmud. Oh, that's that book of, I think, 36 volumes that was written to, to basically explain the Bible. To the people who wrote it, okay. So, so now they want they they believe they can explain the Bible better than the Torah, the better than God could. So they write these thirty six books explaining everything, and then they're so arrogant they say when God doesn't understand something about the Talmud, He comes to us. That, that's what He said. So it all goes back. See, see, see when you when you when you unwrap that, when you take that first layer of that onion off, and you go. Wait a minute. The Talmud produces and promotes, and the Zohar promotes that God's an hermaphrodite. So they're not talking about the Great I Am. They're talking about the snake from the Garden of Eden. Hmm? That's who they're talking about. That's who they think God is? The snake. And so they're but they're saying that the snake is God. That he's the real God. That he he's wrapped around the universe in a in the, this a giant tree, and the only way he can produce more points of light or more civilizations or more planets is that you have to have sex with him through one of the archangels, and you see them standing by the wall, and they're rocking back and forth. They're rocking, simulating the sex act when they pray. Can't, can't talk about that. Christians, shut up. Can't do that. You talk about that, you're cursed. Why are we cursed? Because it says if you complain or condemn Israel for anything that it ever does, you're cursed. Well, Israel's a Rothschild banking empire formed country from the Balfour Declaration so the Costa Nostra won't have a place they can be extradited from so they can run their mafiosa group out of that country all over the world and sling dope and drugs and everything else through their Federal Reserve banks. And so we can't talk about that? Nope, we can't talk about that. But why can't we talk about that? Because you'll be cursed. Oh. All right, so now we're not being cursed. All right. 60 million abortions, the transgender agenda is so strong in Hollywood and in the, in, the, in, the, in the media. Jeffrey Epstein's got a thousand people basically as an employee of Israel, blackmailed. <laughs> we can't talk about it in the church. Nope, you'll be cursed. Well, if we're being blessed right now in the United States, what's it going to be like if we get cursed? Oh, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, right now we've got the transgender agenda going completely nuts in the United States. Homosexuality going completely nuts with militant homosexuals walking naked on the streets of San Francisco with naked little boys and having the homosexual choir in San Francisco sing how they're going to sodomize our children. But that means we're being blessed. Church descendants are down to 65 percent, but we're being blessed. We've been told we can't go to church anymore Christmas and Easter under Donald Trump, but we're being blessed. The churches basically have been destroyed in the United States, but we're being blessed. Wait a minute. If this is being blessed. What is being cursed? The nuclear family has been dissolved. The Frankfurt schools come into the universities now and push cultural Marxism. 
and nobody basically has the ability to say no anymore to the university systems if they can't use the proper pronoun. Where in the world are the blessings supposed to be here? Hmm? Where, where are the blessings all? The family has been completely and totally degraded. Men have turned into a bunch of candy boys. Women have turned into a bunch of witches in many cases. But we're supposed to be blessed right now because we're allowing Israel to do whatever Israel does and basically not say anything about it because we were taught that by the Schofield Reference Bible. You know, Michael Schneider wrote a new article I posted that it says, what will this new wave of lockdowns do to the global economy? For a few months, a lot of people were convinced that humanity's efforts to defeat COVID were being successful. And many believed that the pandemic would soon be behind us. But now we've got the Delta variant, the Delta variant spreading like wildfire all over the globe. And this is prompting national governments around the world just to do a new wave of restrictions and lockdowns. Now, here's the thing. I'm just going to let you guys know this just as a as a as a little bit of a, you know, here we go with another reality bite. There's no Delta variant. There'll be an Alpha variant next. There'll be a Zeta variant and a Theta variant. All these different variants. Why? Because they have to use the same narrative they've already established to continue the global lockdown and prevent the velocity of money from going through the roof to allow them to continue to inflate the currency like I talked about earlier in the show without causing hyperinflation and creating another Weimar Republic as they bring into their new world order, which is the old world order with their new world currency, with their new world religion. They have to do all of this stuff orderly, and that's why they do it this way. New Delta variant, Zeta variant, Theta variant. We'll have a new Bravo, new Delta, new Epsilon. We have all these different variants coming out. Another shot, another shot, another lockdown, another lockdown. Why? Because they're controlling the narrative, because they control the media. They control Congress. Oh, my God. The, the, the Kabbalists control Congress. Think about that for a second. We've allowed them to take over the United States Congress and Senate. And we have no ability to stand against it because the media and what they learn from Goebbels and from Edward Bernays, who is a Kabbalist, and Sigmund Freud, who is a Kabbalist, and how to control groupthink. They have the ability to come in now with their basically flickerates and their certain colors and their head gestures and their certain cadence along with subliminal marketing. Remember that F- the NFL thing now? You see the rainbow colors of the NFL? They say the NFL is gay, transgender, queer, and they list all the stuff that it flashes in front of your eyes really, really quick. That's part of the symbology they use, isn't it? That goes into the right brain, the right brain hemisphere. That's why I tell you not to watch TV. And it gets burned permanently, indelibly into your synaptic function. So you cannot let it go, cannot forget it. You know, some things cannot be unseen, I've told you before. And that's why they do this. That's why they have all these pyramids everywhere and the all-seeing eye everywhere. And all these Hollywood stars cover one of their eyes all the time. It's all to promote Einstein, their snake god. All of this stuff is all part of the same agenda. But how many talk shows talk about this? How many talk shows talk about the Zohar and how it promotes the hermaphroditic agenda? Remember what I said. You take that first skin off that onion. You unwrap that first layer, and you start digging under the rocks, and you dig deep enough under the rocks, and you finally get down to the bottom rock, and you've got the Zohar staring back at you. That controls the Masonic Lodges. That controls the CFR. That controls the, quote, old world order they're trying to bring back. It's the ancient Canaanite religions looking back at you, saying, we're still here. 
we haven't gone anywhere. Jesus came and he put us on the basically he defeated death, hell on the grave. But we basically have crawled back out of a hole and we have eventually got a foothold again. And now we have used the United States of America and the Federal Reserve System in Sabatain Zivi to bring our agenda back into prominence. That's who's staring back at you from the abyss. That's who they are. This is Lucifer and his minions from hell. And he's done – remember what it says in the book of Revelation? That the beast had a mortal wound on his head, but it had been healed. All that energy from all of those abortions and all that satanic worship and this hermaphroditic agenda to bring their old world order back where the witches rule the world. What a bunch of weirdos. Guys, listen to me. The only hope we have is Jesus. He's the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter of our faith. For we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And when you have that moment, when you cry out like God did this morning, and you realize what a mess, you got to remember. God is for you. Therefore, nobody can be against you. For we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And we have to continue to persevere every single day and realize that it's Jesus who's the answer for all of this. Austin finished it up. I love you guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And that's why I've constantly told people it's so important about what you watch, especially in your house. A lot of these very, very sick horror films now have evolved into full-blown satanic rituals being portrayed on your screen. I have a good friend of mine who lives out in Texas, and I was talking to him the other day, and he was asking what to do because he said it feels like basically like their their house is haunted. He said there's stuff, there's weird sounds happening all the time. One of the roommates woke up basically, had claw marks all over him, had been sleeping all night by himself, woke up all paranoid, hearing stuff in the background, screaming, random stuff. And this stuff just started a couple weeks ago. And I asked him, I said, well, what, what's been changing? Normally houses and, you know, this, you know, Amityville horror house idea that you basically have is not something that just normally occurs. And he's like, well, one thing about it, he's like, one of the roommates has been on this, like, horror movie binge off Netflix with all these new horror films that have come out. And I said, well, there's your answer right there, bud. I said, it's a portal. I said, remember what happened when it came out about Harry Potter? How the writer, the original author of Harry Potter, was using actual seances and witchcraft and true verbiage and putting true seances in the book, and they used some of that in the movie. It wasn't just part of the movie. They're actually talking about this stuff and conjuring up demons. Weird, weird stuff. But be very careful what you guys watch because these movies, it's not your, your typical you know horror film anymore slasher film or whatever these movies are getting sick and they're designed to do that they're designed to normalize this insanely sadistic behavior that is why now you know i went friends in the office the other day and we were talking about movies and i said dude i haven't i haven't seen a good new film really anything recent history all the new stuff that comes out is just garbage filth half time walk out of it i said i missed last year to some extent because when the movie theater opened up over in Lakeland, even during COVID, they finally opened back up, and they were doing $5 throwback films. They had all these old-school movies, even some from the 80s that were coming on. And so me and Landon were going there all the time. And they, they, it's, it's funny 
to watch some of this stuff that you haven't seen in two decades and watch it. And then you see some of the garbage is coming out now. And they always have to have some agenda, some push, some you know social justice message in these films now. And it's becoming more and more and more prevalent. That's why you see the cartoon companies, you know, Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, list goes on, PBS. They're all pushing the transgender homosexual agenda now onto the young children. It's all about conditioning. So important what you let your kids watch. So important. I cannot stress that anymore. Also, too, one other article I wanted to bring up. Biden's ATF nominee, this David Chipman, because they're basically voting, I guess, on whether or not they want to bring this absolute moronic clown in. Just from the simple interview he just did the other day, basically on Cheddar. And he's talking about the coronavirus gun sales spike, and he literally is straight mocking gun owners, straight mocking them. Comes out and basically says that gun owners don't think they can – they're not who they think they are, and they're basically like Tiger Kings making a joke about that sick show that was on Netflix and basically says that they need to put their guns up. They need to lock them up. They need to put them behind the tuna and beef jerky in their cupboards, and they don't need to get their guns out until the zombie apocalypse happens, and the zombie apocalypse is never going to happen. This is blatant what he said in an interview. I mean straight mocking gun owners, mocking them. And I'm like, and this is who you want to run the ATF? The absolute, completely and totally out of control, lawless alphabet agency that does absolutely nothing positive for society or the Second Amendment? Oh, well, I do have to admit, they're very good at running machine guns to the Mexican drug cartel. They are good at that. I can't can't knock them for that. They're incredibly good at sending 50 caliber rifles as well to the Mexican drug cartel. And, you know, that's, I guess, if you want to say something positive about them. But when I saw the interview, it was so irritating to me because he was so arrogant and so flippant. And you start seeing now that you can say this on social media, but you can't say that. And the lines now of this complete and total censorship are becoming so clear. YouTube just came out and deleted like 15 different videos from Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro. He's the basically the president of Brazil. And he has – you know he, they've been dealing with a lot of stuff in Brazil down there. YouTube started deleting videos, a bunch of videos about him because he started talking about how – the mask don't work and how we were lied to essentially and how he's talking about basically the HIV pandemic and how we've gotten through that and we've learned to deal with it. And he said this whole thing with COVID, basically we need to treat it as it is and life needs to go on and we need to live YouTube, bam, 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 deleting all of them. Well, the reason why is you understand Google has direct investment in AstraZeneca directly invested in it. <laughs> Google pretty much runs the internet and they have a massive financial stake in pushing the COVID shot. That's why you can't talk about any of this stuff. That's why when we had our good friend, Michael Barrett does great audio video work. He recorded us when we went to that school board meeting, the school board meeting was a public meeting that was live streamed. The live stream of us on it is up on YouTube from the school board video. The footage that he took, which is just a different angle 
of Ted and I talking to the school board got pulled off YouTube in 12 minutes because they said it was disinformation. The exact same video from the school boards posted, but they did not allow us to post the video of Ted and I because it's disinformation. This is what we're talking about. That's why it's so important. Continue to get the truth out there. Get the show out there. Get the articles out there. We are making a huge difference. More and more people I talk to, more and more emails I'm getting every day. People are waking up and realizing, no. And I get it. People are in different areas of their life at some places as far as what they can do and what they can't do. But as far as I've seen now, everything comes down to consent. And it's so important we remember we have to give our consent to allow this stuff to happen. Thank you again for the support. Thank you for getting the truth out there. Be sure to check out the product of the week on the website at healthmasters.com. The potassium iodide, that's our molecular iodine on sale for 10% off right now. You voted. It won. Great product. Check it out on the website, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Stay safe. Stay prepped. We'll talk to you tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.